0: Okay, guys, got a good episode for you today. I'm going to talk about first, I talk about a fantastic and interesting interview um, with Joe Rogan and Eric Weinstein. Uh, why is Eric Weinstein so damn upset? I'll tell you why, because I get upset too. Next, I go into a huge discussion about the misinformation about the origins of the coronavirus. Now the government, the first the government said it didn't come from a lab, or the media said it didn't come from a lab. Now they're changing their story. So take a listen. You're going to like this one, and thank you for listening. And uh, you can follow me on my blog, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. Follow me on YouTube, Taylor space Stutch, T-A-Y-L-O-R space S-T-U-C-H. Follow me on Twitter, T-S-T-U-C-H1. That's t one Thank you. All right, guys, let's do some more coronavirus. Uh, Coronavirus coming to kill us all. Oh, yeah. Coronavirus coming to kill us all. Now nah, I'm just kidding, guys. The coronavirus, we're going to make sure that uh, it doesn't happen. Um, there are some very promising things coming down the pipe, though. I don't know. Um, basically, there is some very good news that has been coming out about the treatments of coronavirus, uh, COVID. So first off, there's, there's just been a lot of news, a lot of news, of course, um, the There is a drug called hydroxy, uh, hydroxychloroquine, which is what a lot, it's been in the news a lot. And it's looking like it has very good effects on people that have COVID. Now, uh, the detractors of this will say things like, oh, there's no double blind studies. We haven't run all the studies. Well, okay, that's true. But people also need to remember that medicine all the way up until the very recent modern time, which, you know, we have a lot of things come through, um, through fighting on the battlefields, doctors working in the streets, you know, accidents happening with uh, different, like, uh, treatments and therapies. That's where we've seen a lot of um, quick advancement in medicine. And over the last, say, 60, I'm not going to get into it, but we haven't seen such big bureaucracy take over medicine as we have in the last fifty or sixty years. So the FDA is saying that we, you know, we don't have the, the studies that confirm that the hydroxychloroquine work. But here's the thing: if you are lying on your deathbed and administering this could potentially save your life, but it will, it will not. It it doesn't matter. How effective it is if it's not really going to hurt you, right? So if you are in the ICU and you start declining, the idea is you give somebody this hydroxychloroquine and it will stop people from progressing onto the ventilator. So there are hospitals in New York that are reportedly doing very well with this treatment. So people come in as if they progress, if they don't recover and they start progressing. Uh, some hospitals are giving hydroxychloroquine. They're giving them a pack of three. I keep reading this over and over again. It's hydroxychloroquine, azith- azithromycin, uh, azithromycin, um, and zinc. And sometimes I've even heard vitamin C treatments in there too. And they're seeing huge... Um, Differences now. People keep talking about anecdotal versus studied. So remember, if a doctor sees a fa- hundred patients that have COVID and they all recover after he gives them this treatment, but all of his prior, um, say a doctor has all these patients come in and he treats them like this and they recover, then that doctor is probably going to keep using that medicine. Okay, especially if he's seen. Previous patients die without this uh, without this tool. Now, according to the FDA, that's that's not technically running studies, right? That's not clean data. That's not randomized data. You're not able to account for different factors that are selecting for certain types of people. It's a very complicated uh, process that the FDA and Dr. Fauci and them are talking about. Regardless, it looks like it's showing to be very promising in certain parts of the country, and it would be wise for people to be able to use this and other available therapies, especially as they advance into the um, very dangerous stages of COVID-19, which is the what looks like pneumonia, but actually there's more data coming out that it might not be pneumonia. Now, I want to talk about something very interesting before I get into some uh, fake news shit. So, Eric Weinstein. First off, Eric Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein was on Joe Rogan's podcast last week, I believe, and it was a fantastic episode. So historically, I have been um, uh, not super impressed with Weinstein, um, not because he's not an intelligent guy, but because so much of the things that I hear him talk about are not just abstract, but so abstract that they just seem very meaningless. Like they seem very meaningless to just most people, most of us. Um, You know, most, I mean, I'm not an idiot, but I'm not a, you know, whatever the fuck he is mathematician either. And so when he starts talking about some of his uh, different things and theories about the universe and, and stuff like that, it's just historically been a turnoff. What did he talk about, which I thought was very interesting um, in this latest podcast, was when it came to the political stuff, Eric Weinstein talked about being so upset with our leaders that there needs to be some type of revolution, some some kind of revolution. And I'll tell you what, this is very powerful because Eric Weinstein – While he is not, you know, he's not a megastar, he's not a pop star. He is an influencer. He's an intellectual influencer. He is an intelligent guy. He's not just a wild, crazy dude. And he, his word will get around in the right channels. And he is calling for a revolution, or was calling for some kind of revolt. It wasn't necessarily like socialist revolution. It was like a, a revolt against our leaders. And part of the reason for that is how our leaders are acting in this current crisis. Um, and I, you know, without getting too deep into it, basically the people that are supposed to be protecting us, like the Surgeon General, the head of the CDC, Dr. Fauci, all of these people dropped the ball on protecting the American people. All right. The FDA dropped the ball. The CDC dropped the ball. Um, The media dropped the ball. All of these people have been trusted by the American people to take care of the situation. And when this thing happened, came out of China, um, I was in Taiwan at the time and I have have broadcasts that can go back and prove um, everything that I have thought about this. But at the time, Um, People – the people that warned Americans, the only people that warned Americans were VCs, um, venture capitalists, independents – and some independent business people, people that studied complexity, complexity theory, people like Joe Norman, like Nassim Taleb, Yanir Bar-Yam. You had a couple people I can't pronounce, uh, one guy named Naval Requevant. Um, who's awesome was on Joe Rogan's podcast. You had uh, let's see, there was there was some, there were quite a few others, but they're all in the individual space, right? They're not in the gatekeeping media space. They're not in the government space that have huge, huge reach across the entire nation in terms of being able to pump out their their nonsense. Um, or not their nonsense but what other people would say. Um, so there is an interesting situation where these people did not warn us and, in fact, they said the risk was low. I remember hearing uh, out of the media – I remember hearing – I listened to a CDC call. They kept saying the risk was low. Um, Dr. Fauci said the risk was low. Uh, When it hit the Surgeon General, when it hit the United States, the Surgeon General of the United States kept telling people not to wear masks, but I, on record, sent text messages to my friends telling them to buy masks, like a couple weeks uh, in the middle of February. I was texting people telling them to buy supplies, buy masks, get ready for what's coming, and And I knew that because of the people that I follow and the people that I read and what I listen to, especially Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon has been on top of this from the beginning, and he is a source to follow. So anyway, what did Eric Weinstein say? Eric Weinstein was saying, look, we have this political class, these bureaucrats, have failed, right? Not only we don't have enough personal protective equipment for our hospitals, right? So there's bureaucrats at the administration level. They should have had extra supplies. They didn't have any. Bureaucrats at the national level should have had extra supplies, should have had a game plan in place, should have had a fucking plan to deal with this ahead of time. What else have they been doing? They've been lying to the American people from the very beginning, talking about low-risk talking about people should keep going about their lives people don't need to worry and then they come out afterwards and say oh this is a big deal the new york health commissioner in new york of course in new york in february was saying shit about how the uh about how everyone should go out to chinatown and celebrate what a fucking bimbo bitch who does that who does that this bitch is in charge of New York Health. I mean, you know, I don't know what that means. She's the New York Health Commissioner. For all I know, she just, you know, I don't know what the hell she does. Um, she, for all I know, she just pisses in a bathroom for the New York Health Commissioner's office and that's her fucking responsibilities. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. She was encouraging people to go out and celebrate together. Dr. Fauci was telling people the risk was low, was saying it was like the flu. Surgeon General was saying masks don't work, but we need them for our hospitals. Okay, So we have all of these bureaucrats across the board. So Weinstein was laying into that whole thing. He was laying into the media. He's saying, look, the media failed us. The media lied to the people, the bureaucrats lied to the people, and now we are in danger. We are in a war. We're in a war with this virus. Not only that, but he also talked about how the universities and how our business leaders have all sold out to China, how the uh, universities are using cheap labor from Chinese workers labeled as graduate students in order to conduct laboratory Uh, in order to conduct lab work, which has compromised our national security, compromised our intellectual property. And for Weinstein, he's just said that he's had enough. And it's so crazy because as I go through this, I too feel energized and pissed off and ready to kick some fucking ass. But it's hard. It's hard because it's been going on for so long. This nonsense has been going on for so long, it's so deep and entrenched. And I think this is why Weinstein was really coming out against it. Now, before I cut to a break here and move on to another topic, um, you should definitely listen to that podcast with Joe Rogan and Weinstein. Now, you should also listen to, a po- you should listen to Weinstein's Portal podcast. Uh, Eric Weinstein has a, a podcast called The Portal. And he brings on his brother, Brett Weinstein, who I was never too impressed with. You'll find out why, partially, because of their, inter- their own interaction, their brothers. But go listen to that uh, episode with Eric Weinstein on Joe Rogan's podcast. Go listen to Eric Weinstein and his brother, Brett, because Brett Weinstein actually made a discovery – in evolutionary biology that nobody knows about. And it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. I could not stop listening to it, but there's a whole story of scandal involved. So go listen to that. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back. Okay, guys. So, you know, we already know Eric Weinstein thinks we should uh, have some kind of uprising to overthrow the current political bureaucratic elite that are controlling our media, putting us in danger. Now, let's talk about some ways that they're putting us in danger. So, why? how did this virus start? How did this virus happen? How did it get out of control, everybody? How did we get to this place where we're stuck in our fucking homes? All you can do is watch TV, watch computer, watch porn. How did we get here? So when I was in Taiwan, it's fascinating when I look back on the timeline of this. I, when I was in Taiwan around the uh, – uh, I would say in the um, – f- probably the later part of the month, obviously, around the 20th to 25th, 26th, when the coronavirus really started getting on many people's radars in Asia um, – there was speculation on the internet. People were doing all kinds of searches and saying, "Hey guys, look. This coronavirus looks like it, you know, the Chinese government says it originated at a wet food market. So what does that mean? A wet animal market. What they mean by that is like the animals are still alive. So for people that don't know, um in certain parts of the world, I know in certain parts of Asia, you can go and basically go to markets where there's live animals. Um, you know, it could be live chickens, live pigs. Uh, I, the one that they're talking about in Wuhan, they said sold all kinds of exotic animals. Um, I've never seen that, but that's what was reportedly there. Now, the Chinese government, when this uh, when this virus leaked originally, tried to pin it on that they tried to say, hey, look, there's a wet food market where this virus originated from, and some people are sick, from a pneumonia like illness, is what people were saying. Now I remember reading this at the time, and I was skeptical of the pneumonia, or not of the pneumonia, of the wet market be simply because of this. Uh, I remember I remember reading this on Twitter on a bus in Taipei coming back from the gym. That's how vividly I remember it because that's when my radar first clicked. Mysterious illness, mysterious disease coming out of a wet market, and I thought, mm, the fact that the government is saying that this is where it came from so quickly is making me suspicious because I thought, okay, it was like the middle of January, and I'm thinking, okay. The government is saying that this is happening in the middle of January. They're saying it just happened. Literally they just discovered it and they know where it happened. They already know where it happened. And I'm like, look, okay, yes, the Chinese have lots of technology. They also got a lot of people. They also have a lot of bureaucracy. They also have a lot of incompetent bureaucracy like we have as well. So did they really find out what happened? No, probably not. I didn't believe it from the beginning. And people on the internet were showing, hey, guys, look, this mysterious – as the virus began to spread and the death toll began to rise and South Korea began seeing their numbers go up and Hong Kong started seeing their numbers go up and other countries around China started seeing their virus numbers go up. As this happened, people around the internet started saying, hey, guys, we got a little problem over here. There is a virus lab – there is a lab in Wuhan. There's like a level four biological lab there where they like can look into this kind of stuff, the viruses and, and different kinds of bacteria and things that will fucking kill you, kill you dead. Now, when that happened, I remember it's so interesting because some of the, these – there's uh, – I don't know how to describe it. There is a level of people who are very smart, right? Like they have um, they have jobs in high positions or they had jobs in high positions where maybe they you know they're not CEOs but they're like managers, right? Like they're the manager mere managerial type or they're the kind of guy that's like between 25 and 35 36 where they're like a coder or a manager in a technology company, and when you bring up that maybe there was a virology lab that this leaked from or a P4 lab in Wuhan, the first thing they do is dismiss it right out as conspiracy theory, right? A lot of people did that. Now, let's see. Did they have reason to dismiss it? Well, at first, it's I think it's always good to be skeptical, right? I don't think you should just... Flat out, listen to any anything right off the bat. Now, I also did not fully endorse this, but I, I never forgot it. That's the kind of the way I work. As I've gotten older, um, you know, and I'm not that old, I'm only twenty eight, I've learned that when it comes to conspiracy theories, um, because some things end up becoming true and some things don't end up becoming true, if something sounds a little too outlandish. It's best to not totally dismiss it. It's best to put that on the back – if you if you don't genuinely know anything about it, but it sounds like it could be plausible, put it on the back burner, but don't endorse it in your own mind, right? So have it in a column of could be real, but I'm not going to just walk around saying that shit, but we'll see when the data comes out. This is from the uh, Business Insider. Business Insider had a uh, basically, these are our gatekeepers, right? These are the gatekeepers of media coming out and saying um, that conspiracy about the Wuhan lab is BS. Okay, so my computer sucks. So let me see if I can access it. Uh, Okay, so this is an article from Business Insider. And it says, uh, this is from back on, when is this? February 17th, okay? So, GOP senator keeps pushing a thoroughly debunked theory that Wuhan coronavirus is a leaked Chinese biological weapon gone wrong. Okay, so keep that, look at that. Leaked Chinese biological weapon gone wrong. So, here's how they summarize the article. Senator Tom Cotton keeps airing a long debunked theory that a deadly coronavirus is a Chinese biological weapon that was leaked from a government lab. Cotton made the claim again on Sunday morning, futures on Fox News, saying the Wuhan National Biosafety Lab needs looking at. Now look at this: scientists at the lab at the lab experiment with dangerous with dangerous pathogens like Ebola, but experts say, look at this: there's no evidence. The lab either made it as a bioweapon or allowed it to escape. Multiple scientists have long debunked the theory that the virus was a bioweapon gone wrong and are criticizing Cotton for spreading a quote-unquote – they didn't say quote-unquote – but for spreading a conspiracy theory. Suspicion over the coronavirus comes as China continues to face growing accusations that it suppressed information about it. Okay, so Tom Cotton, a senator from – where is he from? I'm not sure where he's from. Um, Arizona uh, came out and said that we need to be looking at a lab in China. Now, when he said this, he was dismissed as a conspiracy theorist, as was many people who said this. So this is from Business Insider saying this, Okay, Remember, if you believed that the coronavirus possibly came from a lab, not that they genetically engineered it, but that it came from a lab, you were a conspiracy theorist. So, real quick before I move on, there are differences here. People, you can believe that the virus came from a lab but was not man-made or, should I say, altered genetically, okay? So, there is the possibility that a virus was isolated from a, vi- from a bat and was leaked by accident. It doesn't mean it had to have been made or genetically modified, but people... From the beginning, we conflating those two. If uh, I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Facebook. I saw it everywhere. If you said that the virus was leaked, people would argue against it being man-made. So people were conflating the two arguments saying it was not man-made. It's from a bat or from a pangolin or whatever the fuck. Now, here's another article from the Financial Times. Coronavirus was not genetically engineered in a Wuhan lab, says experts. And then underneath it, scientists scientists shoots down social media claims that have been circulating widely. A scientist at the forefront of the international effort to track the deadly coronavirus outbreak has shot down claims about the disease's origins, including that it escaped from a Wuhan laboratory after being genetically engineered. Trevor Bedford of the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center in Seattle rubbished stories circulating on social media that COVID-19 was created at Wuhan Institute of Virology or elsewhere in China, rumors that prompted the World Health Organization to warn of an infodemic of false news on the outbreak. He says, quote, There is no evidence whatsoever of a genetic engineering that we can find. He said that the American Association of Advancement of Science meeting in Seattle, the evidence we have is that mutations are completely consistent with natural evolution. So once again, I've said so before. What these people are doing is this is information warfare. This is information warfare. These people are not being honest. Okay, When they're running headlines like this, they're not being honest with you. Because they're trying to conflate the two issues by saying, ah, look, conspiracy, 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 conspiracy. This was not a man-made virus. Instead of addressing the fact that it could have been leaked from the lab and not man-made. Here's another thing. He says there's no evidence of genetic engineering that we can find. Here's the deal. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. That's all. When he says there's no evidence, that doesn't mean there is no evidence. Like that doesn't mean when he, says, <laughs> when he says there's no evidence that we can find, which is what he says, that doesn't mean that they have seen everything that needs to be seen, okay? Keep that in mind, all right? So now that's from the Business Insider. This is from the uh, – earlier was from the Business Insider. This is from Financial Times. Uh, there's an article from Science Magazine, There was an article from Science Magazine also dismissing the, um, here it is, article from Science Magazine also dismissing the origins. It says, scientists strongly condemn, scientists strongly condemn rumors and conspiracy about the origin of coronavirus outbreak. A group of twenty seven prominent health scientists from outside China is pushing back ooh interesting pushing back against steady streams of stories and even a scientific paper suggesting a laboratory in Wuhan, China may be the origin of the outbreak of COVID nineteen. The rapid, open and transparent sharing of data on this outbreak is now being threatened by rumors and misinformation around its origins. The scientists from nine countries write in a published statement online. Very interesting. I wonder where these nine scientists are from. I wonder if they are all from China. Okay, so anyway, that is from the – that is from Scientific Magazine. That is – the earlier one was from the Financial Times. There was another one from Business Insider. Now, let's see how things have changed. All of those were from January and February. Now, this is from um, the Washington Post. Uh, Come on, guys. I don't want to sign up right now. Okay, so did the Wuhan – Coronavirus originate from a wild market or a laboratory accident. The Street. So this is from um, a website called The Street. The Street posed the question to a top expert who said that either was possible, but he cautioned any idea that this particular virus was created in a lab uh, in a lab can be easily tossed in the wastebasket. Based on its genome sequence and properties of the virus, there's no basis to suspect it was engineered. The laboratory director at the Waxman Institute of Microbiology, Professor said at Rutgers. He said, It is important to distinguish, distinguish, however, between the possibility that the virus was engineered, uh, said Ebright in an email. Oh, uh, it is important to distinguish, however, between the possibility that the virus is engineered and the possibility that the virus entered the human population through a laboratory accident. So, This is of this is back in the middle of February. Okay, so that's positive. Uh, But then there's a Washington Post article from uh, a few days ago in April saying that the U.S. intelligence officials don't. Okay, so uh, there's a Washington Post article now talking about how the How the virus may have been leaked from a from a lab. Hold on here. Let me find here. Uh, but scientists. Okay, so here it is. The prime suspect is a natural transmission from bats to humans, perhaps through unsanitary markets. But scientists don't rule out that an accident at a research laboratory in Wuhan might have spread a deadly bat virus that had been collected for scientific study. Later on, it goes on to say, yes, exactly. So um, that is what we're seeing here. There's a competing theory of an accidental lab release of a bat coronavirus the scientists have puzzled about for weeks. There's also a lady who is known as the – this is a really interesting situation. There is – so – Now the media is – and there was a prominent uh, story that came out from a British newspaper just recently that talked about how the virus probably came from a lab. So now the media – the media – oh, and okay, before I continue. So the Business Insider, here it is. Now this is the new – the Business Insider – earlier I read you a headline. Business Insider says – Um, GOP senator pushes a thoroughly debunked theory about that the Wuhan virus is a leaked Chinese biological weapon. Gone wrong. This is – that was from February 17th. This is from April 6th. Boris Johnson's government has considered the possibility that the coronavirus may have accidentally leaked from a Chinese lab. The UK government reportedly believes the coronavirus outbreak may have started in a Chinese laboratory. Most experts believe the outbreak began when animals passed virus to humans in China, specifically in or near the market in the city of Wuhan where the animals were sold. Some scientists, however, believe an accidental leak is plausible. is a plausible alternative theory and the Mail on Sunday said UK officials were not ruling it out. A UK parliamentary committee last week accused the Chinese government of spreading disinformation about the origins. So now the same Fucking paper, news outlet, Business Insider, that uh, two months ago said it was a thoroughly debunked theory that it was leaked from a lab. Now, keep in mind, they also conflated the fact that it was leaked from a lab with being a bioweapon. Doesn't have to be a bioweapon. Could have been a regular virus that they wanted to use as a bioweapon, regardless. Um, Now they're going back and saying, well, maybe it's possible it came from a lab. This is how the news plays us. They did it with masks. They said masks don't work. Now they say masks do work. They said, the, the, um, they said uh, uh, it's racist to stop flights from China. Then they said Trump's not stopping flights, uh, enough flights from all over the country, still letting people travel. They said it did not come from a lab in Wuhan. Now they're saying it might have come from a lab in Wuhan. They're full of shit. I plan on doing some writing about this um, to kind of make some things more clear, to put some things in order so people can uh, take a better look at it. But that is what's going on now. So it, now it's starting to look like this was an accidental release of a virus in China. And, I mean, come on, guys. Who puts their fucking labs in the middle of a big city? I mean, I hope we don't do the same thing. Um, I hope no one does the same thing. Now, one reason why that the the Chinese are being accused of this misinformation and why they could now be – people are now being more aggressive about its origin, real origin, is because the Chinese came out and said – came out and said that the virus could have originated from the Chinese mil- – of the American military and that the American military put it in Wuhan. That's what they tried to say. Then they tried to say that the virus may have actually started in Italy because Italy had strange pneumonia cases back in December as well or January, but they they don't know. So China said it came from America. Then they said it came from Italy. But before they said it came from the market. So they said it came from the market. Then they said it came from America. Then they said it came from Italy. So the Chinese have unwittingly let it out that – something fishy is going on they didn't stick to their story about the wet market instead they blamed everyone else and now it's looking nasty anyway that's all I got to say for today follow me on my blog tstuch.com tstuc dot you can follow me on youtube taylor space Stutch, t-a-y-l-o-r space Stutch, s-t-u-c-h you can follow me on twitter tstuch1 t-s-t-u-c-h the number one thank you for listening